Hello, welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients, just for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the fuck that happened. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Podfix Network. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gita Biggs. And tonight we're going to talk about our dream vacays. Um, I want to take a minute to discuss why we decided this is a perfect topic for today. Yep. Um, so when I was little and times were rough, mom and I would make finger sandwiches and little cookies and she'd brew some tea and serve it up in her fancy tea set. What kind and of finger sandwiches did you make? Um, they were usually like little cheese sandwiches, sometimes mm-hmm. some little tiny ham sandwiches that yeah. she cut the crusts off of because one, you know, the finger cheap bread for the local market. Have, yeah. You gotta have the crust cut off, of course. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, but I'm glad you asked me to expand on that because it's a good memory. Um, so anyway, we'd set all this on our little seat. Uh, we'd set all this on our little silver tea service. And we'd take it in and sit it on the coffee table in the living room, and we'd turn on the TV and watch some fun shows, and we'd talk about all the fun things we would do in our dream scenarios if money was no object. And. I know it was fun and it just took a lot of pressure off and we knew it likely never happened, but we had a hell of a lot of fun doing it. I think that's so, key. I think that's yeah. absolutely key. Yeah. So now, of course, since we've all been holed up at home for an indefinite oh, period, <laughs> I know. Jill and I decided it's time to dust off mom's old coping mechanism and talk about our dream vacations. So I know we've covered it a bit before, but we really thought it would provide a welcome respite from the coronavirus show. However, as usual, before we start our discussions, we have to talk about the beverages. So Jill, my dear, do tell what we are drinking. You know, I I agree. The coronavirus show is absolutely constantly on television we even have a tv that has a coronavirus channel and i have found that like several of my apps have like a coronavirus section of them so i'm kind of tired of it so anyway uh, all that cast aside into the winds tonight we're drinking a drink called the jet setter because we want to jet away from all of this into some place, wherever that might be, that does not have to think about social distancing and all of that other crap that we still have to do. Mm. So this is a beautiful drink, and it's made with pear vodka, St. Germain, because we, you know, (laughs) the elderflower is amazing. It's made with lemon juice and sparkling wine. So describe your thoughts, woman. What do you think? Oh, I think it is lovely. It's citrusy. It's fruity. It's light. It's bubbly. It's coming up on warm weather awesomeness. It'd be the perfect thing to sit on a beach and drink, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it would be great on the beach. Now, I have to say, I don't get a lot of the pear in the vodka. Now, maybe it's because I didn't use like a uh, I didn't make this with a pear vodka. I made this with an infusion vodka that I had made where I actually put pears in vodka thinking that that would flavor it but it didn't actually flavor it all that much it doesn't taste very Mm. pear-ish and i thought about putting like a little bit of pear juice in it because i've got like that pear nectar stuff that you get in the mexican section at the grocery store oh (laughs) yum (laughs) 
which is so good, and I use that for so many things. But overall, I don't get any pear in this. Do you? Um, you know, not a whole lot. And I actually went to I I actually did my some face mask and went to Friar Tuck Beverage yesterday and mm-hmm. um, picked up some Grey Goose Le Poire. And um, yeah, I, I'm not getting. I think pear is a very pear delicate flavor and it can get easily overwhelmed and i do believe that the elderflower is a pretty dominant flavor Mm, which you know of all things to dominate i'm okay with it being elderflower right now i do also have to say that i was at the grocery store this week and i found these amazing sort of variegated lemons that were pink on the inside pink lemons like what the actual fuck i didn't even know that existed (laughs) So I used pink lemon juice, thinking, I wonder if this tastes any different. And literally, it doesn't. They're just pure. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, overall, I think this is a pretty fucking good cocktail. I would absolutely drink this on a jet. Um, mm. I know that you have personally traveled by private jet for work. I have uh-huh. never traveled by private jet. But um, if I were to travel by private jet... I don't know that I would drink this, but if somebody offered me one, I wouldn't be like, no, fuck. Fuck well, off. This is pretty tasty. Oh, yeah. But I got to admit, if we're traveling by private jet, which I do have to, it sounds way classier than it is. We only got the private jet because the uh, execs at the company I was working for that day had to land in a shorter runway than usual. So they took the prop plane, which meant for like one time out of the 50 times I flew, I got the private jet with the wood grain and all that yeah, shit. Whatever. That's when you, you get that. Still vi- got to fly on a private jet, and I've never done that. It's fucking amazing. And the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that was missing was the vivid click. Oh, and that would have made it perfect. Oh, I do. I do love. The view of Clicquot demi sac is my oh. absolute favorite champagne. Of the world. Sign me up for that shit all day. Every day. I would literally be drunk in a pile in the corner of whatever I was doing. And yet the funniest thing ever is I remember the first time I ever had it. We were folding your socks. I know, right? (laughs) It's it's so perfect. Like, (laughs) I think it's so wonderful to drink something super fancy and do something super mundane at the same time. I think there's something really lovely about that kind of dichotomy. Laundry tiara. Oh, yeah. We didn't have laundry tiaras, though. No. If I'd known, I would have brought my extras. But anyway. What the fuck, Gina? I know. I completely flipped it in that regard. But that's lame. That was lame. Bring your laundry tiara. I have actually never gotten to wear one of your laundry tiaras. And I feel as though I've been robbed. Okay, well, next time I come visit, I'll bring all the laundry tiaras. And by the way, I don't usually have this deep and husky voice, but I did some voice recording for Hillbilly Horror House Media, HHH Media today. And I decided, ooh, that's a battle zone. I totally need to have a deep and, you know, a throaty, screamy voice. (laughs) Yeah, and ow. You sound super (laughs) sexy, though. I did not think that through, but yeah, I'll take it. So anyone looking for voiceover artists, just let me know. So Um, I'll scream a lot. (laughs) We decided we wanted to talk about like 
a family vacation, a girls vacation, which would be like with the drunk housewives and Rexy and, you know, mm. our extended girls. And then one with maybe just the two of us. Yes. So where are you going on your family vacation? Okay. On my family vacation, I've got, I've had a real, real issue narrowing this down because I've got it to two. Okay. Two things I want to do. One thing is something John the Brit and I, John the Brit, a.k.a. Spleeny Wonder, Spleenus, <laughs> Spleenless Wonder. Spleenuts. Did you call him Spleenuts? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I kind of like that. I might keep that. Um, but one thing we've always talked about is we want to we go to New Zealand. Oh, that would be super fun and do the Hobbit thing. Exactly, because you know I how we're, totally what we're like. I knew that was you. Like, you hadn't even, you should have seen her face when I said that. Her face just lit up. She's like, yes, the hobbits. Oh, my God. I want to live in a hobbit hole, even if it's temporary. I'm so good with that. You can so, do that. I can do that. The other thing um, I've talked about is, you know, I actually have some Swedish heritage. And apparently there is an old homestead where my great-grandfather was raised, um, that they made the old farmhouse into a museum. And I would love to go to Sweden and just see Sweden in general, but also visit this old homestead and um, see the house that my great-grandfather grew up in. Because for one thing, apparently, my great-great-grandfather carved... um, pictures of all 10 of his children's faces into the woodworking and i just think that'd be really cool basically it's the stick figures on the back of somebody's minivan (laughs) but in a house but classier because it's art when you do it that way i would say let's add one vacation to this that's just you and your spouse okay if it were just um, spleeny, spleeny, spleen, 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 and me. <laughs> There's a lot of spleens right there. I know, way more than he has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it uh, I <laughs> But it, it'd be back to New Zealand because, quite frankly. New Zealand would be just you and him and not you and the kids. I'd like to bring the kids. I have. I'd like honestly to go twice. One though, would it just be you and him, or would it be you and the kids? You guys and the kids. If I if it had to be just one, I deeply and dearly love my children. But I know John the Brit and I have this special connection over (laughs) Lord of the Rings. Quit laughing. Because you got the Arwen pendant. I guess it's very pretty. I know we've (laughs) talked about this before and maybe we haven't, but like, I feel like we have talked about how, like when he presented her with this beautiful gift and it was the pendant that what's it called? Elven star or something like that. Even star. Come on. Whatever, man. And then he (laughs) said, like he worked so hard. He was living in my basement at the time and he actually contacted an elvish, um, expert and learned how to say something like blah blah my elven and princess my and beautiful elvish maiden my beautiful elvish maiden in elvish he learned how to <laughs> say that and presented this to her special and 
Like, I didn't say to him, oh, my fucking God, that's such a dorky thing to do. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my God, that's a dorky thing to do. <laughs> and honestly, though, I mean, it's a dorky thing to do. But at the same time, like, it's still the thought, you know, the thought that went into it. So, yeah, I said, know, yeah. This whole thing of know your audience. It played well. And it did. Me. It did. And, you know, before T and before Stick, I actually dated a guy from New Zealand. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He flew over to see me one time and we met gaming. He was part of our guild for a while in the game. Yeah, we met gaming. It was it was quite the thing. Mm -hmm. And uh he brought me this really beautiful little jade pendant that has Maori carvings on the back. It was very cool. Oh, beautiful. He was, lovely, he was a very cool person, and he actually looks a lot like Hayden Christensen. <laughs> That's really random. <laughs> totally random. Like, when I saw Hayden Christensen, I was like, whoa. <laughs> that guy looks just like that dude I dated. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, so cool. that was a thing for a little bit. Yeah, he flew all the way over here to see me. Aww. It was really neat. And I enjoyed it. And he was very young compared to me. Like, he was, I want to say, maybe 10 years younger than me at the time. You cougar. <laughs> I wasn't super old, though. <laughs> like, no, I you weren't. Old at the time. I was like, I might have been like... Nah, I was like 27. He was like 21. So he wasn't 10 years older than me. Okay. Because still, I felt like a a cougar. (laughs) Well, you know, the older you get, the less the years matter. But the younger you are, the more they do. It seemed like a lot of years. But anyway, so New Zealand is always a thing that I think would be really fun. Yeah. Never go to Australia, though, because fucking huge spiders. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So John the Brit, John the Brit has a ton of family in Australia that he actually found through Ancestry.com. So contact us, Ancestry.com, because we got a story for you. Um, But I was like, oh, we should go over and reacclimate you um, (laughs) with your aunt and everything. And nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Pretty much, because he, um, he, he, he. yeah, he was shocked to find out we had rattlesnakes where I grew up. He's like, nope, I'm never going to your grandmother's house. I'm like, and I'm not going to mention mom has them too. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then when we got to Missouri and he's like, there's bears here. And I mentioned once that like this Florida thing came up at one point years ago. And he's like, uh, sorry, alligators. I mean, <laughs> so he's well, like, that's kind of pussy, though. I know. And he's like, no, if I get off a plane in Australia, <laughs> I will automatically die. And I'm like, so I can't ever get him to go to Australia, even though he has family members who have successfully lived there for years without dying. Yeah, no, but there's spiders like that are the size of your head. And there's a big difference between just like a random snake, which we actually had a snake in our closet not too long ago. (laughs) And just general, I mean, it was very small. It was a small snake. And I totally got it out with the kitchen tongs and I threw it into like a hamper and just carried it out. But um, there's a big difference between just random small animals like that 
and spiders as big as your fucking head, which you see all the time on these, like, what the fuck happened to Australia things? And there's, like, spiders as big as your head and, like, scorpions as big as your arm and, like, whoa, no, thank you. No, thank you. There was a day when one of his cousins posted about how this, like, ultra-poisonous spider had made its way into her car, and she was driving down the road when she first noticed it, and he, like, ran over to me with Facebook and said, this is why we're never going. And I'm yeah, like, no, thank you. Well, she's just fine. He goes, yeah, but she had to stop the car and get out and, like, all this other stuff. And I'm like, what? She killed it. It's okay. But, I you know. I applied for a scholarship in Australia. Like, I applied for a scholarship through Rotary International, and they had these scholarship programs where you can go study for a year someplace else. And I applied for a scholarship, and you have to choose three places. And Ooh. Australia was one of the places I chose. Cool. I did not get the scholarship. I came in, like, second or something. Not but, bad. Um, it was, like, Australia and Belgium, and I don't remember where the third place was. However, if I had gone there, like, I didn't know at the time that they had spiders as big as your head because I'm terrified of bugs, and especially spiders. Wow. Especially spiders. Wow. So, no, thank you. Okay. Man. Okay, sorry, so where where would you go with your family? My family vacation, of course, T has a um, program through Disney where he's got Disney Vacation Club, so we get to go to Disney Nice, couple years. Um, we could go every year, but we don't. What we like to do is save up our points one year and, like, implement them the next year, and so, like, go really, you know, go big or go home kind of thing. Yeah. So I truly think that I, I really love going to Disney and I love that we do it in a big way. Like we get a beautiful room that faces the theme park and we can see the fireworks from our balcony and we can do just like amazing things. So we'll go and stay for like four or five days and we've got a two bedroom suite and it's amazing. So I have a hard time not having that be my trip of choice. However, if I were choosing someplace else that was not that trip, that was not Disney, I would probably go to Hawaii. Oh, nice. Hawaii is beautiful. I went one time with Stick. We stayed for a few days. um, And it was after we were we were trying to adopt and our adoption fell through and we had an opportunity to go stay for a few days with his parents who were staying there. And so we did. And it was a wonderful time. We did like the circle Island tour and we went to Pearl Harbor and we went to all of these beautiful places and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. So I think I would like to take a trip for the family to Hawaii Nice. That was my family trip. If it were just T and I, there is an opportunity at Disney again. That is um, in the fall. They have um, like a wine and food festival at Epcot. So that uh-huh. would be super fun. Or I would honestly really love to go to like Tahiti. 
Ooh, nice. Where you could do like one of those vacations where you stay in the hut over the water where you're like <gasps> on the on the dock thing and you stay over the water and you're literally just sleeping there and you can hear the water washing and that's what I would want. That would be my that would be my me and him trip. Peaceful bliss. Yeah. <sighs> and it's Love. crazy because we've been talking a lot lately. Uh, Millie has been staying up with her dad. She stayed up there after uh, after spring break, and she so she's been up with Stick. And we've been kind of it, it was an opportunity for her to spend time with him, which is great, I guess. And <laughs> I'm I'm keeping quiet. <laughs> to go on. It was a it was an opportunity for her to spend time with him, but we decided that we would do that and she would just come home early for summer. She'd come home like a month early. Cause she went down like a month early. It was technically a month and a half, but you know, whatever. Um so she'll come home a month early, we'll get her back a month early as far as summer goes. Because she's supposed to spend the whole summer with him. Uh, anyhow, with that being the case, we've had a lot of time alone and have talked about brown, chicken, bang, bang, bang. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. Talked a lot about like what would we do? Like we realized we only have four more years with her mm. until she's gone. Four more years until she graduates high school and she's in college. And it sneaks up really the fuck fast. That's crazy. Of course it goes fucking fast because we've been together for nine years and that's been like a snap in time. Man, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. That's fucking crazy. Right? How long ago were we all over in Key West? Like eight minutes ago, right? Well, you know, the um, four years, right? Since you just had your anniversary, you know, the um, memories have been popping up in Facebook a lot. And they've been saying something like nine years. It's been nine years. That's nuts. Crazy balls. Crazy. Anyway, so we've been talking a lot about what happens after she graduates. Like, is the house we're living in our forever house? Yes. Well, we're here for uh, for five years for sure. Never mind that I love it and I find it peaceful there and you cannot sell it because you have another child to consider and it's me. <laughs> well, T and Rexy were making fun of me because I said, you know, this might not be, this might be our forever house, but maybe not forever, forever, forever. <laughs> they were like, they made fun of me for that. So fair. But my idea was that like, yeah, we're here for five years for sure. Because we know we're going to be here till she graduates high school, which is four and a half, you know, four years plus. And then we'll probably be here a couple years beyond that for sure. How much longer would we stay? Do we have any reason to stay past that? Well, we don't have any reason to relocate. Hmm. Yeah. So we could stay here for a few more years after that. We could make this a forever house, but do I see myself staying here 20 years? 
I don't know. 20 years seems like a really long time. You know, we could remodel the basement of our house and start that commune we've talked about. I don't want to live in your basement. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Anyway, continue. I don't (laughs) move here because we don't have snow or cold weather. There's that. There's that. I think we should move here. It makes (laughs) more sense. Mm. Anyway. I interrupt. Oh, yeah. We've talked a lot about, like, is this our forever house? And if it is, like, what do we do? And, you know, making some changes to it. We need to redo the pool. There's some stuff that needs to be done because it's in not great repair. It needs to definitely have some stuff done to the pool deck. And it's not great. It's not like Mm. the best pool ever. It's pretty and it's nice and it's warm. But it could definitely use some updating. Mm. And our kitchen, sort of lame. So maybe we redo to do that. Our cats have been peeing on the carpet, so Ugh. we need to redo the floors. I love the cats. You can't really do cats. Anything. Once the cats start peeing on the carpet, there's nothing you can do except replace the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucked up because Look, cats are assholes. Cats are assholes. And the fuzzy thing it was solo. Is, and he's like the most lovely cat ever. It wasn't Ugh. even Mab because that would justify like, fuck you, Mab. Mm-hmm. But well, our, our least asshole cat is the reason we're going to have to upend the uh, laundry room at some point because Spock's a up. doll, but he's been in this literal pissing contest with Ethan. So. That's so messed up. Ugh. Okay, so we've done family vacation. We've done vacation with just our significant other. Yes. What about you and me together? Where do you want to go? Just the two of us. You and me, where do you want to go? Well, a couple of options, because, of course, there's our old standby Vegas baby. Of course. But that's also a good place to take the drunk housewives and and Rexy. That's true. So, barring that, I would love, love, love to take you to England. England? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised by that. Okay. That I know. I mean, I'm expecting there's a lot of different things we could do, but I'd love to take you to England because I want to go. There's a bar there I want to try so desperately. <laughs> that only- I have whiskey that's not scotch because if they don't have bourbon, <laughs> scotch is gross. Well, think about that. And I guess it's like band-aids. as opposed to England, the entire United Kingdom, because ironically in Scotland, you can get a gold level of Blanton's. Uh, that's true. That is mm. true. Thank you. But in England, there's this we bar called go to liquor stores and buy that and send it back to ourselves. <gasps> <gasps> so see, I'm, not, I'm kind of smart, aren't I? Thank you very much. Yes. So since we, oh, you now, <laughs> now that I've thought of that, I'm like, yes, England. I know. Thank you very much. So since I love all things called alchemy. There is a place, <laughs> I find Civil Alchemy shout out, woo! Um, but there is a place I follow on um, Instagram that now I can't find it, but it's like The Alchemist UK or I something. I saw that on your Instagram. They do such cool curated cocktails. We have to go there. And Isn't I want to- Stupid gin. 
It better not be gin. I don't think it's all gin. I think it's a combination of different things that like some of it's foamy. It's all pretty and very weird and esoteric shit, but I don't think it's all gin. So all right. cool. bite me. Well, it's not gin. I'm down. So because, bite me, wink. You know, gin is grody. Um, but I would also like to, if we go to England, can we also go to Ireland and Scotland for a few days and maybe do like a Scottish, like I know scotch is gross, but can we at least do some scotch distillery tours? I think that would be super fun to do. Oh, fuck yeah. But I also think it would be so much fun to take an anthropology major to all the historical sites. And I would just have such a blast. I've I've been to some of them in England proper with John the Brit, which has been really fun, like mm-hmm. St. Albans and all that stuff. But I would love to go see all these massively historical sites with I you. Would love that. I would love that. And I honestly really want to see the Rosetta Stone. Oh my gosh. I literally the first time I saw it, I the minute we got back to John the Brit's house. I made him let me call my mom so I could go, Mom, Mom, I saw the Rosetta Stone. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's I feel like I would cry a little bit. I did. I feel like I would tear up. Like, when oh. I saw it, I think I would tear up a little bit. Because that's such an important thing to civilization in general. I know, right? I think I would tear up. So... Yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah. And we could go, I mean, that's in um, the same museum, if I recall correctly, and please people don't at me <laughs> if I'm messing this up, but I'm pretty sure that's in the same museum where the whole Sutton Who exhibit is, which Ooh. I know, right? That whole Viking excavation oh God, thing. Yes. It's yeah. astounding. And then I'd want to take you, of course, to the um, museum yeah. where... Have, uh, how, much, how many days do you think we'd have to spend? Like nine? A month. A month? I could do if, it. I've got that kind of time off. If many so I've got that kind of time off. I know. We'll do that. We'll do um, Stonehenge. I have... I've just crossed the nine-year mark with my company. And I get... <laughs> I get um, 20 days a year off plus our vacation days on holidays. So I actually have 36 days a year off. <laughs> I will take you to the fucking parking lot where they found Richard III's <gasps> That would be cool as fuck. Right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. there. So you and me all over the United Kingdom. Sign me up for that shit, man. I'm oh, down. Fuck yeah. I will go to England with you. As John the Brit likes to say, United Kingdom, where history was literally fucking made. <laughs> the deal is, though, I am not flying coach. Oh, okay. So there's one time in my life I've flown business class from England, from Heathrow, back to... Well, O'Hare, because it's a giant hub, so I can say that. Sure. Because John the Brit had a shit ton of American Airlines points built up from when we were dating. Yes. And we used that for him and me and Nina on our first trip when she was five years old to the UK. Makes all the difference in the world. Motherfucker, that was amazing. And, And Nina came off that plane with like nine pounds of jam because she made... 
she made one remark to one steward that, oh, I really like the jam on these scones. And he brought her like all... Jump, 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 jump. Yeah, he brought her like a fucking bag of leftover little tiny jam jars. And she's like... I know she had a great time eating those for like the next six years. It was great. (laughs) See, we would not fly. We can't if if I go with you to England, we will not fly coach. We have to fly at least business class. At least. At least. And it is business class. I've only done it once in my life. Over overseas, I, I accidentally got a first grade up, uh, first class upgrade once, but just because I was nice, as opposed to like a real asshole at the next window, and the woman gave it to me to so that the other person could say it was filled up. Yeah. Whole other issue. It was only an hour long flight. Worth though, it. But so fucking worth it. If you ever do an upgrade on an international flight? Holy shit, fucking do it! It's I even sometimes whole- do the upgrades for like if I can do the upgrade for like a reasonable amount of money on just an, a domestic flight where it's mm. like two hours here or there, and it's like first class upgrade is fifty two dollars. I'm like fuck yeah, I'll do that. I'll pay fifty two dollars. Oh yeah, if you're ever on a plate um, on a plate. <laughs> You said plate, and I said blah, 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 dollars. I'm speaking in typo, typos, and you're speaking in drunk. Um, yes, I am, because that's if, how I roll. You make you up words, and I just slur. That's right. So there we go. If you ever have a chance to upgrade a flight, any flight that's more than an hour long, it is so worth it. So. Anyway, so moving my on. Trip for the two of us. Yes, please do tell. I would take us on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. However, I found out that there's this amazing cruise that starts out in the Mediterranean and it goes down the Nile. There's a little foray off into Cairo where you get to see the pyramids. There's a foray. It goes all the way down through Africa. It goes into Kenya. There's a safari in Kenya there like it's an incredible cruise you and me on that cruise that's what we would do okay number one don't tell john the brit but that's where history actually was made truly number two we could totally run around the entire place singing reigns of africa (laughs) (laughs) yes we could we could well, we anthropology finished. slash archaeology major. I have always wanted to go to Egypt. Did you know? Did you know? I can actually read hieroglyphics. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I am so glad that you and John the Brit did not hit it off because one of the first Christmas gifts I got him within the first three years we were married was a how to interpret hieroglyphics book that <laughs> That was a later edition of the same book that was his favorite book when he was in high school. Yeah, no, I actually got a book when my parents were giving me presents. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned hieroglyphics from that. And I had decided a long time ago that I wanted to be an Egyptologist. And started out being an anthropology major with a focus in archaeology because I wanted to be an Egyptologist. 
Oh, that was my that was my goal. That was brilliant. No, I'm not even close to that. But whatever, man. No. It's all good. But your current career has panned out very well. I, you know, but I it's totally. not even close to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have literally wanted to be an attorney since second grade. But there was a brief period of time because of the Indiana Jones movies where I wanted to be an archaeologist. Um, but mine was way know. before that. Plus, there was these great books that um, were by Elizabeth Peters. Ooh. Elizabeth Peters wrote a series of books about Amelia Peabody, who was this amazing woman archaeologist who married a dude, but she was turn of the century and she like set boundaries and she was incredible. And it, Elizabeth Peters, Amelia Peabody, check it out. Worth your while. If you enjoy archaeology, if you enjoy Egypt, totes worth it. So good. Okay. It was my favorite series of books probably that I've ever read ever. Okay. Excuse me while I uh, make a quick note. Uh, Hey, Oh, good. It autocorrected nicely to Peabody. There you go. Um, okay. We have but, one last vacation to discuss, and that is our girl vacation that is Drunk Housewives and you, me, Rexy. So you're bringing the Drunk Housewives. I'm bringing Rexy. Where are we going to go? Okay. Since I'm apparently the world's biggest waffler, I, again, have this narrowed down to two. Really? <laughs> Yeah, one. I just have one. Vegas baby. Yeah, that's where I was. Number two, why not a fucking Tahitian beach or some kind of cool beach where people just bring us drinks all day long and we can water in and out of the water and do whatever the fuck we want to do? I did consider an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. Nice. Nice. I thought that would be good, too, but mostly I was, like, all set on um las vegas mm. vegas is fucking stellar for all kinds of rampant girls weekend shit reasons. it's got all the reasons yeah yeah straight it does okay. so i want to say when you start thinking about vacations a mental vacation is still a vacation right yeah and even though we've all been stuck in quarantine for like what seems like a thousand years, we are, At least. I know, right? <laughs> we are, we are people who are adventurous. So yes, remember when all else fails, a mental vacation is still a regular vacation. So start planning. And I think we should try to wind this up because we're starting to drift. <laughs> You're drifting and slurring, and I'm mixing up way too many words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For a good closer, all I know is Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Every vacation should include a little bit of Vegas, or at least if nobody's been to Vegas, if you haven't been to Vegas, you should go there. Because Vegas, if you think it's kitsch, it's kitsch, but it's better than that. And if you think it's, like, hot, it's hot, but it's better than that. So, Vegas. And lots of cocktails, because duh. 
the yeah and you know vegas has lots of very good memories for me and i will move past love that love vegas i know weddings lots of awesome vacations yay yeah. okay so okay okay so if you are looking to contact us looking for more always never right check out our website always find the contact us page where you'll see all the ways you can contact us hit us up on facebook also and don't forget to tell your friends about us and let them know they can find us wherever they get their digital media and now of all times is the best time to binge listen yes absolutely so this has been a now voyager time um episode of okay this has been a now voyager episode of always never right i'm jill and I'm Gina, and thank you so much for making this a part of your week. Uh, we'll talk more next week, my dolls, and thank you again so much for joining us on the Podfix Network. Woo! Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes. <laughs>